In this episode, I'm going to be sharing our family's next great adventure, and I'm inviting you to embark on an adventure of your own. Before I get into this episode, I'm wearing the underdog barbecue shirt. Here's the thing. If you have not watched Undercover Billionaire, you need to go watch Undercover Billionaire. It is one of my favorite shows, particularly the first season, Glenn Stearns. You know, he's given a hundred, he's done really well in the lending world. And he has a business called Stearns Lending. I think that's what it's called. But he was given a hundred bucks, a new cell phone, like an old crappy truck. And that was what he was given. In a new town, he didn't know anybody. And his challenge was to go and figure out how to make a million, a business worth a million dollars in 90 days. Anyway, if you haven't watched it, you got to watch it. It's super inspiring and super fun. But anyway, wearing the under, underdog barbecue shirt, which gives away a little bit about what he created. But just a great, a great show if you're looking for something to, to be inspired by. So five months ago, I made a unique investment. So I invested in this. This is a Lagoon 52. It's a catamaran, a boat, maybe a, a luxury catamaran, someone called a yacht. But this catamaran is something that I bought with a, a couple other guys and it rents out in the British Virgin Islands. I think it rents out for $30,000 a week and people can go and have a luxurious experience on this boat in the British Virgin Islands. A few weeks ago, my family went on the boat for a week. We get a couple weeks a year that, that us owners get to use and the rest gets chartered out to people who pay. And so we, we were able to go down there for a week and we had the time of our lives. You know, I grew up on the lake. We're in Idaho, we don't have oceans, but man, I grew up being on boats all my life. And there was, there's always been something about, you know, you get to the end of the day, it starts, the sun starts to set and it's just this, you know, the, the water's calm and it's just this beautiful time out on the lake. The problem is you still have the, the unfortunate part of having to load up the boat and leave and all that stuff. But being out on the catamaran and man, you got the kids in bed, the, the sun is coming down, you're out there with your, your spouse and you're just relaxing on your home in the water. And you're, you're, it's also the epitome of freedom. You know, you get to go where you want, when you want to. And we just had a blast. And so we're going to keep having the opportunity to go down there. But we've decided as a family that we're going to set an aim for four years from now to buy a boat of our own and to go sail for a year. Now it might end up being a little bit less or a little bit more or a lot more. We don't know, but that's the experiment and adventure that our family has decided we're, we're, we're setting out to do. Now for me personally, this is important. I've spent the last seven years almost building a school with the, with the aim of helping people find a calling that will change the world. So our young people are learning what, what are their gifts? What are their passions? What, what injustices or opportunities are in the world that call to them that they want to be part of? How do they become the best version of themselves so that they can lead, lead meaningful and fulfilling lives? And as I've thought about my role as, as a, a leader in this space, I have this 
strange comparison. A friend of mine actually made the comparison. And he said that you're not, you know, because I, I definitely don't, like our school is very non-traditional. We don't use almost any traditional school terms if we can avoid it. So like the idea of having a principal is not a role that I would ever consider myself playing. But he, but he made a comment that, that our role is more that of Dumbledore and Harry Potter than a principal at a school. Like the interesting part about Harry Potter is if you watch or read, you, you see Dumbledore on all of these wonderful adventures, right? He is on an adventure as a wizard, inspiring the wizards that go to his school. So as I've thought about my role and what I want to do as I've brought in partners and people to help support day to day and what I can do now to be maybe a model for what we're doing, but also the other side of this is in, in the sacrifice I've made to build a school, I do feel that even though I've spent time in the studios with my kids, my emotional energy, my physical presence, those things have been sacrificed the last several years. And so I've been thinking a lot about the, the great adventure of being a great husband and a father, being the best husband and father I can be. And anyway, it feels like for our family, the thing that's calling to us is some shared, meaningful, once in a lifetime adventure that we will be able to look on for years to come. And having thought about it, having seen the opportunity, having no, no, knowing that it's within reach, I just know that if I, if I miss this opportunity in 20 years, I'll look back, my kid's out of the house, and I'll wonder why, why I didn't prioritize this experience with my family. Because that's the most important adventure that I'm on, is my family. And so we're setting out to set sail in four years. And the reason it's four years is primarily, we want to feel extra prepared for it. But primarily, we have a one-year-old. And so we don't want to travel quite yet because it would be a tough you know, tougher to be on a boat with a one-year-old. Better to be on it with a five-year-old who can swim and, and listen a little better and maybe take some directions. So we're, we're, our plan is to set sail in four years and to buy our own boat and to just have this awesome experience. I want to, so I'm gonna be spending time learning to sail and learning to prepare in some of those ways. Our plan is to go from the area, the area where it's, where we're now at, if we can, if our boat, if we find a boat down there, but it's going to be something like British Virgin Islands, Bahamas, all of that Western and Eastern Caribbean type experience. We want to essentially learn and practice down there. And then we would like to cross the Atlantic, which sounds ambitious and it is, but we want to end up in Europe. I spent two years as a missionary for the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Europe, in particular in Italy. And we would just love, like our dream is to do coastal areas in Europe, particularly in Italy, hit Greece, go into Israel and Jerusalem, visit some of the historic biblical sites over there. And that's kind of like the, the, the initial version of the adventure that we're planning. But there's a big question, right? Like how does one prepare to leave everything and go travel the world? And I I have a couple thoughts and I'm going to share a couple things, the way I'm thinking about this, because we want to prepare financially. We also have to prepare in terms of like what responsibilities we have here that no, that we have to decide if we're going to keep them to come back to, or if we're going to leave them. We're just building a house right now. So, you know, it's in close proximity to the school, which is why we built it and we love it. It's, it's a beautiful home. So we have all these questions. But some of the things that we're thinking of is, is things, the way I'm thinking about it, at least primarily, is 
you've got to prioritize the adventure and you got to prioritize the, the experience that transform you and your family first. And so my goal is like to prioritize that. And there's going to be lots of sacrifices, but it's also a really interesting time to be doing something like this because for the first time ever in the history of the world, this opportunity is accessible, but also in a way that you could continue to work and bring in income and revenue, particularly because Elon Musk's Starlink has some of the best internet in the world and you can get it in the middle of the ocean now. And so as I'm thinking about preparing for this, I have a couple things that I'm wrestling with. I'm wrestling with building something that I can continue to do while I'm there or like, so, so there are like a couple of categories of financial preparation that I'm thinking of. One is more recurring, consistent revenue. Frankly, with the businesses that I already have, the, what they're generating and how they've been structured, the recurring revenue will provide the opportunity for us to go as a family. So we already have some of the recurring revenue that'll, or recurring income that I, I don't like the word passive income because passive income represents not having to do anything for it. It's really hard to find truly passive income, but minimal effort that keeps it moving. We have a, 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 a enough that we could provide for our, um, if, we, if we put a down payment on a boat and we lent against that boat and then we had all the extra expenses of living aboard and food and travel and fun, we can pretty comfortably enjoy that experience with the passive income or the recurring income that, that we already have. So that's a huge blessing and we're excited for that. We're excited to have that. But I'm also, I'm also aware that like even with money set aside and insurance policies, if you've watched any of my other videos, you know that we, you know, some of my other businesses are financial education and particularly utilizing insurance as a saving strategy. So we have lots of money built up into those types of insurance strategies. So we have accessible money that is available for the acquisition of a boat and, and to prepare in that way. But as I think about having a four-year window to make this leap, it's becoming clear to me that I want to make a really clear, a really focus on, on like the fastest path to making money that'll create more and more reserves. One of the priorities for me is to be able to come back off the boat and not at all feel like we're restarting, feel like we can move forward as we are. One of the things that I'm working towards is I'm, I'm working towards making a business acquisition. I think that's the fastest path to making large amounts of money is a business acquisition that is going to produce great income over the next couple of years, but also potentially I can sell that business before we go, or I can have the right people in place and bring on partners into that business that it can generate additional income while we are out. So I'll be looking for a business that does between probably one and a half to three million in cash flow as the target uh, business size, probably a five to seven million dollar acquisition price. And I will be sharing some of the things that I'm doing to prepare for that and some of the ways that I'm finding deals, some of the ways that I'm, uh, how I'll go about assessing deals, preparing financially for them, what it's going to require me to put down, how I'm going to finance it 
finance it, how I'm looking at the deals and, um, and how I, you know, ultimately as I close and, and take over the deal, I think that'll be an interesting thing to watch too. So that's my intention. I'm, I'm putting a, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing it because I think it'll help increase my accountability. This is my aim. We really want to have that family experience. And so we're going to, I'm going to be doing things to help build my recurring income streams while also targeting a really specific strategy to acquisition and sale or or automation of a new business venture. So that's what I'm working towards. And I just want to encourage you if there's some adventure that is calling to you in some way, whether it's a business acquisition or traveling or starting a family or whatever that adventure is, that next adventure, that thing that calls to you, I want to encourage you to step forward on it. And I I just I just know that that we're going to look back and we're going to have more regrets for the things that we didn't do that we wanted to do that we felt we should do than those things that we you know then I mean that that that's the thing that we're going to look back and wish we would have done and I don't want to look back and feel like especially with my family the thing I care about the most that I missed an opportunity to have a meaningful once in a lifetime experience with them so wish us luck thank you for listening and if I can do anything to help inspire you on your journey please let me know